Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hey, Jamie, how's everything going today? Oh, great. Uh, crazy day in the world of solar, as usual. <laughs> as usual. Uh, any, any reason that today would be crazier than usual? Oh, gosh, uh, you know, just so many things come to mind. There was a huge scandal in the world of solar this week, and it hit national news. And so a lot of my clients were uh, you know, letting me know all about it, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> OK, let's get into it. What happened? Well, a company called uh, DC Solar, based in Martinez, uh, Northern mm. California, they're right down the street from us. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they put together like a mobile solar power uh, unit, I guess, that had solar panels, batteries, and and could power all different types of uh, needs. And my my understanding is that they they actually went out and they wanted to get a ton of investors. And what they did was they said, well, th because these units are solar, they're eligible for tax credits and depreciation benefits. So they, they actually sold a ton of investment to uh, big, big investment companies. And the investment companies bought in because of the tax benefits. Mm -hmm. And what happened was that company was uh, essentially a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> oh, no. So they, they, I think they amassed something like I, I know they don't know how much they took in, but I know uh, Warren Buffett's fund invested three hundred million dollars <laughs> in little old Martinez. Wow. Little old Martin. Yeah, the guy who ran DC Solar. They had over a hundred employees working there, so they were doing solar installs. They were a solar distributor, um, and then apparently they did this mobile thing. But uh, I guess the guy had uh, you know a ton of vintage cars and. Uh, super expensive cars, super expensive homes, and he hired Pitbull to play their holiday party. Wow! And then uh, the very next day, the IRS showed up and seized everything and shut them down. And and uh, yeah, they're going to prison and all this kind of stuff. So crazy, Whoa. crazy. The solar, <laughs> solar Pitbull is the harbinger of doom. <laughs> uh, maybe, but uh, wow. I think, geez, what if you know? What if we did that? But didn't steal people's money and actually made these mobile solar <laughs> units and uh, sold the tax credits and everything. I mean, shoot, if I did it the right way, I could probably raise what? $3 billion. So, well, um, oh, uh, wow. I guess more information is coming out yeah. daily about this. Yeah. That's, it's insane. <laughs> that's a hundred plus people out of work, obviously, or yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I, another solar company is just this week. Um, Fidelity solar um, they're based in San Leandro and they were hit with a lawsuit where, uh, they just refused to, if they, a new lead came in, they, uh, would refuse to service that lead or call that company. Basically they were told to throw that lead away. If that person had a, um, a last name that was either Indian, Middle Eastern or Chinese. 
<laughs> and uh, and so uh, they uh, allegedly. No, this is in. It's in the news. You can Google oh, it. Oh yeah, and, I, I'm uh, saying allegedly. Thank you. Yeah, you, I I guess so, but I mean that's what <laughs> I'm just reporting what the news is saying. So, um, yeah, the craziest part is that the the guy who owns the company lives right across the street from me. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys must have a solar dome over the whole neighborhood. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is interesting. It's, I'm telling you, there's never a dull moment in the world of solar power. Wow. Um, yep. Oh, boy. So when is your next Pitbull sponsored or, or party, Jamie, for your Yeah, maybe I can get E40 to come out or something like that. But yeah, it's crazy. Uh, is that like a YouTube star? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no idea. No, he's a rapper in Oakland, local oh. guy. But yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I made it on tequila too. It's really good. Oh boy. <laughs> Sweet. Maybe you should make a solar tequila. That would be, yeah. That go. would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I think you need a celebrity to do it with you. Yeah. Well, maybe with this podcast, we can call it Straight Talk Tequila. And then it's uh, where you share honest conversations about any topic, yeah, but you have to drink tequila. I think that would work. Trademark 2019, <laughs> Jamie Duran. I'll let you have that one. All, it's oh, all yours. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, so lots of stuff happening in solar. Another big thing that happened yeah. this weekend was what I was going to talk about in this week's topic was uh, uh, PG&E or another company uh, released a bunch of uh, press releases uh, in Northern California talking about how PG&E was planning to do uh, blackouts this summer uh, when whenever the, uh, the grid was stretched to the limit. And so a lot of news stories ran with this to, and it caused a lot of panic, uh, or you know, people very concerned that they would not have power during the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so you know, it's one way, I guess, but uh, we get a lot of calls about that and people wanting to do battery backups because they uh, are very concerned that if they lose power, that they won't have any power. And so, uh, you know, Upon further review, we are looking at uh, how this works, and it's kind of the same policy that PG&E's had uh, forever, and that is if the grid does get stretched too thin, they will actually, uh, they will do what's called peak day pricing, which means if you're, if you're a business uh, and you're used to paying, say, 20 cents a kilowatt hour, and they mm-hmm. feel that the grid is stretched to the limit, that they would increase that for the next couple days to $1.20 per kilowatt hour. Whoa! Yes. And so if you're a business and you use power, uh, you know, that, that could be pretty significant. And so that has a big, big driving <laughs> force on their electricity costs. And so, of course, that can be offset with solar, mm-hmm. uh, where solar is now providing the power and not having to buy it from PG&E at the peak times. Well, the peak day pricing hasn't been as effective as they thought. And so now they are... Uh, going to increase uh, the amount, they're just going to turn service off according to PG&E. Mm-hmm. I find it very unlikely just because so there was another news article just this week that says California has too much solar energy during the middle of the day. So um, it's really unusual that PG&E would have to turn off power and service upon even further review. What their policy is in regards to is in fires. In areas where there's fires, they're going to shut off the power almost immediately. And if somebody is in a fire zone, like a campfire area or Santa Rosa or, 
you know, now we're in fire season. In <laughs> Everyone in California. So sorry. <laughs> well, in an area, you know, I just actually just drove by uh, Bay Point, massive grass fire. Uh, this, you know, stopped everyone on the freeway. And, uh, you know, it was, it was huge. They had a dropping airplane, you know, fire retardant all over. Mm-hmm. How would you like to drive on Highway 4 and get this fire retardant all over your car? But uh, they weren't stopping traffic. So this, this plane was dropping <laughs> fire retardant. Wow on this fire because they do not want it to spread to these homes that are brand new that just built there. So. Yeah, definitely. That, so, I mean, yeah, it, wow. So PG&E, they're threatening the stop power, but at the same time, they're also saying we're going to have peak day pricing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would imagine that peak day pricing, you don't, it's not like you get a little message on your phone that says, Hey, today's a peak day pricing day. Not you, on your phone. They do a robocall or they will send you a fax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. All right. I know. <laughs> Somebody's very funny. Run up from the mailroom. We got a fax. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Oh, 90, yeah. It's a fax from from Back to the Future guy. Wow. Yeah. Marty yeah, sending so. us a fax. Uh, this sounds that I mean, uh, other than those two ways. So a robocall, okay. But I can imagine these companies getting the bill, you know, thirty days later. Exactly. Going, ah, what's going on? So. Yeah, they, they're saying, I wish I would have talked to Jamie at Solar Harmonics. Where, where is that guy? Get him on the phone. So, Too late. Uh, but yeah, so these are, these are all things that are happening in the world of solar. Um, you know, we've recorded podcasts before on batteries and, you know, it's spending a ton of money. And these blackouts, if they lasted, you know, it's a couple of hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that'd be terrible for most businesses or people that work from home, yep. like uh, me and you. But sure. uh, um, you know, Starbucks is open and I would head on over there or the library and use their, uh, if they were open. And, uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, the main uh, hedge against this, uh, these blackouts, obviously is solar power. Uh, and the more people that go solar, the, the less risk there is of a blackout. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it's just, <laughs> oh boy. Wow. The, the, the amount of, it's weird when the, the, what is it? The wolf guarding the hen house. It's PG and E. They can change. They can charge whatever they want for that day or for that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I have solar um, and the power goes out, what do I do? Uh, you know, if because there, it's called anti-islanding. So in the inside the solar inverter, mm-hmm. if the inverter is tied to the grid, like almost all of them are, then you do lose solar power too. So, um, yeah, it's there. You just kind of suffer. <laughs> so solar production suffer. stops immediately, obviously. And then also uh, you don't have power in just like reg- all regular homes that don't have solar. Correct. Exactly. And Except then, you're still producing power. It's just the inverter is not is not letting it go back to the meter. Got it. OK, so the reason yeah, I can tell you why yeah. PG&E, uh, if there is and, you know, say somebody crashed into the transformer. And they're going to send guys out to uh, to repair it. Mm-hmm. They don't want power flowing in to that bad transformer, um, you know, from people's solar energy. You right. know, if you had a hundred houses and they're all producing solar and it's going back to the grid, that could be a pretty big safety hazard. So, even though the the line guys they turn off the power <laughs> before they work on anything on both sides because right. yeah. they don't want anything. But um, there are some new innovations coming out uh, and it's just, again, it's, 
it's in my opinion you're you're building the church for Easter Sunday for the for the once every two three years where the power may go out uh, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to have a battery system right uh, that can charge you know ten thousand dollars and it's just for ten kilowatt hours which is really enough it's not enough to power a refrigerator uh, it's enough to power a computer <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You can't make a cup of coffee. <laughs> you can charge your cell phone. Um, it's pretty minimal. So uh, most people with battery systems now are pretty disappointed at, at uh, you know, how little that battery actually stores. And it goes down 10% every year just due to normal degradation. Wow. But they look super cool. The case is very cool. Yeah. yeah the case, it's a, but inside, just like, you know, like if you have a, an Alienware computer case, uh-huh. Yeah, in like a gaming PC, they definitely look cool, but uh, inside they look like every other computer. And same thing with the battery <laughs> system. You open up the case, and it's just a couple of big boxes and some transistors and things like that. So, oh boy, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> or flim flam, <laughs> flim flam. Uh. We want to hear another funny flim flam story. <laughs> if you can make it quick, <laughs> this one's really quick. Go for it. Uh, so my wife's really involved in the, the grad night uh, for the high school. And one of the, the farmers out here is, help, is really being a huge help. Give them a quick plug. It's a Macaulay Pest Control. Mm-hmm. They are using, uh, they're, they're letting the grad night do all their staging at, their, at their, one of their open barns, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I noticed they had solar. And so I walked over and checked it out. And I saw that it, there's a lock on the inverter, which is unusual. And the inverter's off. So oh, I no. asked the, yeah, hey, what's going on with your solar? And I mean, it's perfect time of year you should be producing. And he said, oh, my God, don't ask. And apparently his solar has, he's had it for over a year and it is not working. So PG&E has locked it. And mm-hmm. so they said his solar company has been working, working to get it uh, approved and working to get it fixed. But uh, over a year that he's had this and you know, this is something I've never even heard of, but he said the solar company is actually paying his electricity bill uh, until PG&E approves it, which uh, is uh, kudos and hats off to that company because that's, uh, I, like I said, it's probably two to $3,000 a month, I'm guessing, is what they're paying wow. until PG&E gets it approved. I can't even imagine. So uh, I offered to help <laughs> any way I could because it's, it's, I mean, he has a, like a Ferrari, <laughs> but cannot drive it. And it's, it's really sad with these solar panels that are this time of year. We're heading towards June 21st, the longest day of the year. And he has no, he's not able to get any benefit. It's uh, heartbreaking. Uh, and he's still, I'm sure, paying. I mean, he had to buy the, the that sounds like a massive system. So, wow. It's a big system. And he's, uh, he's making his loan payment. So, of course, you know, the loan company started his payments right away and uh but he's you know i I, like i said i don't know of any company that has ever offered to cover someone's electricity bill while they're waiting for pg&e approval because that's amazing i i'm just uh it's it's a mystery why it's not turned on right i have a feeling i know why Uh (laughs) (laughs) i am not uh not excited for this but uh if, if they have to upgrade the transformer uh, because it, it is an agricultural one, so it is possible that that transformer needs to be upgraded. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, PG&E says, well, the power was fine before you put in solar, and you did not do an engineering review before s- installing it. Mm-hmm. 
guess who is now responsible for the cost of upgrading that transformer? Uh, but I'm sure you can just get those at Walmart, right? So, <laughs> uh, $60,000 plus their engineering, plus their, plus their, plus their, uh, and 18 months on top of that. So it's oh, across. It is not that. And it's just a normal, uh, but I've asked him to, you know, send me what he has and, uh, Seeing if I can help, but uh, holy moly. Can you? I can't imagine. I that, really can't, can't imagine. Oh. It's so always brutal. exciting in the world of solar. <laughs> Don't you say that every time? Uh, yeah, there's never a dull moment in this solar business, uh, for sure. And uh, I did. A, I had a customer ask me, to. so what do I need to know before I go solar? What do I need to ask other companies? I said, listen to Straight Talk SolarCast and right. uh, download every episode and you will become a solar expert. That's right. I agree with that. I know I've learned a lot. So yeah, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, if you have any questions uh, for us, please make sure. I guess the easiest way would be to go to our Facebook page, follow us on Facebook, and then just send us a message through Facebook. You don't have to worry about email or anything. Uh, we get the message. We got actually a couple messages just uh, a couple days ago. So uh, that's always awesome because it gives us great content for upcoming shows. And uh, you're welcome to rate us on iTunes. And please do with five stars. That'd be awesome. Uh, we're going to say goodbye. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.